Hello, my MGTOW friends. Welcome to MGTOW Stories, episode 11. Today's episode is about an email I received from a gentleman not too much older than me named Christopher. He's 17, and hey, I'm glad to see that more young-aged men are going their own way. So I'll read the email and give my analysis in the end with the intent to educate Christopher and those listening. I'll discuss comfort tests, how sex is used to keep men in relationships, why you should focus on red flags and what they mean for you, my thoughts on high school relationships, and why I will avoid relationships in high school. Feel free to share your thoughts with me in the comment section below, on Twitter, or via email. Let's not wait any longer and jump right into today's episode. So let's read the email. <clears throat> hey, MGTOW Academy, my name is Christopher. I'm 17 years old. I have a story that made me go from beta male blue pill to red pill ghost. I know it's long, but please read this. I hope you share this in one of your videos. During my junior year, I met this girl in my world history class. I thought she was going to be the suck-up types, but after talking to her, she seemed really nice. Okay, And after a while, we became friends. Then after a few months, we became best friends. When she had problems, she came to me. When I had problems, I came to her. During the summer, I developed feelings for her. I tried to deny it, but it was no use. I had Snapchat at the time, so I used that to ask her if she liked me or not. And when I did, she said yes. I thought that was the best day of my life. I was a super simp then. So for a few weeks, it was great. We had great memories. She was sending love pictures and other things. And during this time, I enlisted with the Army National Guard. I told both my family and her about it. And they were proud of me. One night... We talked about us having a family with kids in our own place. <laughs> I wish I had the knowledge that high school relationships don't last long, but I really enjoyed my time with her. When I passed my ass fab, she said she was going to, you know, surprise me if you catch my drift, but she never did. She was going to do it when we really fall in love with each other, which was some BS. Everything was all peaches and cream. There would be days she became depressed. I don't know why. Since I believe in Jesus, I showed her Bible verses and hoped that it makes her feel better, but nothing worked. I then prayed, hoping that she feels better. One week, she got depressed from the thought of me shipping off to basic training. She would tell me, you deserve better, or would you actually want to be with a person like me? I had to call one of her girl best friends to help me out. All of these were red flags, but I wanted it to work. All right. Then I, then I asked her, don't you want to be with me? Don't you want these dreams to come true? She replied, I don't know. That hurt like hell. But I just couldn't leave her. I mean, after a, war, you know, after a week, she suddenly felt better. I don't know how, but she just did. Well, we went on a date one Saturday. It was my first and last date. It was awful. Not only was she on her phone the whole time, she told me that she was non-binary. If I recall, I came for a girl, not some alien. So, fast forward a few weeks later, on the first day of school, she texted me during my last period uh, saying that she misses me. So, I suggested that we walk to our town center to get food. As I met up with her, something felt wrong, like Goku sensing something evil. As we were walking back from the town center, she was venting on some freshmen making gay jokes. She supports the LGBT, but I don't. I have nothing against them. I, I just don't support it. She was like, I should buy you a shirt that says, why be racist, transphobic, homophobic, when you can just be quiet? I told her no. 
I don't have anything against them, I just don't support them. I go by my belief. Then she shouts, I don't believe in God. He ain't real. There's no logic in him being real. Now I know where that feeling came from. When I got home, I broke up with her because I couldn't take it anymore. She went ballistic. She said, F this and F you. After all the things I did for her in this is what I get. Staying up late with her, listening to her problems, all down the drain. For three months, I felt like crap. She dissed me on Snapchat and her friend, not the best friend, this is someone else, dissed me in front of my classmates. And she wonders why I don't talk to her like that. For three months, I couldn't focus. During that time, she did apologize and hugged me. I had to explain to her why I broke up with her. I thought I could make her happy, but I failed miserably. I told her best friend about it, and she understood. When I told my brother about it, he said, Little brother, you dodged a bullet. Good thing you broke it off first. At times, I felt lonely. I didn't have anyone to talk to. You know, you would think that somebody would comfort me, but no. I was on my own. Of course, people came to her aid. She's a female. What do you expect? So that's when I found you, Darius, Sandman, and Replicate Fish. You guys opened my eyes to female nature. I recently found out that she was a hoe and ran from dick to dick to dick. It made me sick, but I got out. It's a good thing I didn't catch anything, by the way. I felt lost, but now I got a sense, a sense of direction. Ever since I found you guys, I found peace to myself. You all saved my life, and I can't thank you enough. God bless you guys. Oh yeah, I'm in a program called JROTC, and I worked with her in it. Technically, I'm her boss, though. Any tips? Uh, and that's the email. Uh, thank you for the kind email, Christopher. First and foremost, I'm glad that we have Christopher steered clear of any unnecessary garbage that will drag him down, especially at a crucial time like this. Look, he's only in high school, okay? Before entering a serious commitment, you gotta be stabilized, okay? I don't recommend long-term serious type commitments in the first place, but I'm just using that as an example to point out that relationships in high school, they... They tend to drag you down, okay? During a time like this, you should be preparing for your career, your uh, college, trade, or tech school, or like Christopher is the military, okay? Whatever your career is and what path you're taking, uh, you need to be preparing for that, right? So you, you got to be ready for that. You got to be preparing for it, okay? Feeding attention to chicks on social media won't get you to your dream job, but studying, working out, and self-improvement, for example, will. Things like Losing your virginity is not essential in high school. Hell, it's not essential for the rest of your life. All right? It's it's all a rat race, okay? It's pointless with nothing to derive from it but short-term pleasure with great risk, okay? You can go for it if you want, you know? I might go for it, but I'm just saying that, that, that's really what it is, okay? I'm happy you're with us, Christopher. Take this time to work on yourself and live your life. You're young and energetic now. Don't waste it on some thoughts. Spend it on something that you value. So, uh, first of all, Let's address the uh, last part. Christopher did ask that I give advice about a situation with him and his ex-girlfriend as he is technically her boss in JROTC. That's the uh, Junior Reserve Officer Training Corps Cadet, whatever it is. I'm not in it, but I, I am familiar with it. And I understand the basics of it. Um, it's like a pre-program for entering the military, basically. Uh, and, uh, well, he's in that program with her, I guess. Uh, so he said he's in the National Guard. So, Christopher, what I would do... Since you mentioned that, like, you're, like, her boss, I think is what it is. You're her, her commander. I don't know what it is, right? But whatever, her boss. Okay, we'll, we'll call it that. Since you're her boss, 
uh, I would ask that you speak to your instructor, teacher, whoever it may be. I'm not sure who it is, the person in charge, I guess, uh, and ask that you cut off communication and any contact with her to avoid any problems in the future, okay? Uh, so possibly, if you can, be the boss for somebody else. That, that's what I would do. You know, you would want to be the boss for someone else, if that's possible. You know, and mention that it's for the well-being of everybody when you're telling this to your instructor, teacher, whoever it may be, right? Uh, and if you can't change, if you're stuck in the position that you are, if you still have to be her boss or whatever it is, all right, so be it. Because remember, you're doing this for whatever inspires you. It's definitely not her. You know, you're doing it for whatever it may be. Uh, you know, trying to carry on a family tradition. Maybe it's a family tradition. Tradition. Uh, maybe it's for you just want to serve your country. Maybe it's that. Maybe you want to. Uh, maybe it's just one of your goals. Maybe it's that. You know, do it for whatever your inspiration may be. Don't do it for your ex girlfriend. Okay. If you want to put up with her, put up with her. Okay. But that's what that's what it takes. All right. Maybe you have to put up with her. Who knows. But do it for whatever your whatever is inspiring you. Okay, so yes, try to try to avoid her and um, coordinate that with your instructor, teacher, whoever it may be, if possible. But if not, remember to put up with her that you're doing this for whoever it may be or whatever it may be. All right. Uh, but if it doesn't work out, you can always DM me on Twitter or email me, and I'll happily help you out. That's what I'm here for. This is life. We're going through this. Uh, we're going through this journey together, man. And I'm always here to help you out, just like I am here to help anybody else out. So uh, be sure to reach out if you need some more assistance. I'm happy to help. Uh, so, so yeah, that's that's the advice I'd like to offer to Christopher on the whole JROTC thingy. Uh, but now, like, I'd like to begin my analysis, right, by examining the part of Christopher's email where he mentioned that at first the girl he used to like seemed like one of those stuck-up types, you know, those special type of people who thinks their crap doesn't smell. Yeah, 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 those type of people. It is entirely possible that this girl faked being nice. I've experienced it. Many other men have experienced it. You know, some people in life will just fake kindness so they can use you. I've had girls that were mean to me but are suddenly willing to suck my dingle-donger when they need, uh, you know, help with something. <laughs> That's an exaggeration, but you get the point, right? Christopher, I don't know your entire situation, but it's definitely within the realm of possibility that this girl faked being nice to you, okay? It's possible, but I can't say for sure. Assuming, okay, let's assume that she did fake being nice. Let's assume she did. Like, we know she faked being nice, right? Why would she do that? What was the motive behind that? If you were to ask me, I'd say it would be for emotional support. Okay, so some guys like to refer to that position, shall we say, shall we say as the emotional Emotional tampon, all right? She could have definitely faked being nice to you just so you would listen to her problems, okay? I'm not saying that's what happened, but it's possible. Like I said, I don't know all the details uh, completely, so I can't say for sure, but it's within the realm of possibility. That's why I mentioned it, right? Uh, yeah, here's the thing. Also, when you're attracted to someone, you initially tend to ignore their negatives, right? I had a girl I used to crush on. I had one-itis for her terribly in eighth grade and i ignored the fact that she was a hoe all right uh, i have a friend a friend is a who's a football player you know i talk to him frequently about stuff that girl that that uh I, that i used to like that i had one i just for she was a cheerleader my friend was a football player so if there's one group of guys that know cheerleaders the best it's going to be the football players and then a friend that my friend had to point out to me that she was a hoe and i was like well you're definitely not wrong you know what i mean like sometimes you just got to have somebody pull your ass out of your head for you you know, like, I, I've been there myself, man. I know what it's like, right? Oh, yeah, and, and remember that part? 
Remember that part where she was like, you deserve better, or would you actually want to be with a person like me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's called a comfort test, my friend. All right, she was thinking of you shipping off to basic training and wanted to see what would happen and how things would work out. Would you stay or would you leave? Maybe she's thinking of another, of, you know, going to another man. Who knows? And remember when she said that she was going to surprise you and then she didn't? She said she was going, you know, that you were going to get it when you really fall in love. Yeah, she's dangling in front of you like a treat so that you would stay committed. All right, she was afraid of you shipping off to basic training and all that type of stuff. So she kept you hooked with the promise of some action later on. Okay, I'm not talking about Christopher, but boy, oh boy, are some men just plain pathetic, right? I mean, seriously, though, like there, there is a point. There is, there, there is a clear boundary, you know, where you can say, where you can just say, okay, you, you're just pathetic. Like you can't go that far, right? I mean, look. So I went to this party at this huge-ass mansion one time, and in the master bedroom, there was this exotic pussy. I was playing with it for like five minutes. I teased it real good, man. I put eight inches in front of it. I put eight inches in front of that pussy, and right when you think the pussy would grab it, I pulled it away. I, I, I believe it was some Egyptian cat of some sort. And I had my headphones on me, you know, the one with wires, not AirPods. Uh, so I was dangling my headphones in front of it. You know, the cute little thing was trying to grab my headphones, but I pulled it back last moment. Uh, good times, but seriously though, seriously though, some guys are too dumb, are too dumb to see what's going on because they're way too focused on doing the reproductive rituals with some girl. And no, I'm not talking about Christopher. To clarify once again, I'm, I'm just mentioning that this is a trap men fall victim to sometimes. A girl will dangle it in front of the guy, just like I did with a cat, you know, or like in Christopher's situation. Uh, you know, she she was gonna surprise him, but last moment she snatched that entertainment ticket to Pleasure Town out of your hands and was like yeet you ain't getting it now son you'll get it later <laughs> and then the poor fella will chase after the dream he'll never get the dude might try but it won't happen christopher even mentioned all of these red flags but i wanted it to work christopher ignored these red flags he even added but i just couldn't leave her i understand that you can't leave someone during tough times that that's just a dick move to make okay and i'll be honest I would have probably done the exact same thing as Christopher. I'm not going to dump a girl because she's not sure about the, you know, the future of a relationship. But you got to realize she's doing this after, after hinting at the idea of sex. Remember that surprise he never got? So look, from what I'm seeing, I feel like Christopher's ex-girlfriend was doing this to keep him locked in. That's what, that's what I feel like. You know, th that's what I'm feeling here, right? That's why... Uh, she comfort tested him to begin with, okay? This is something you don't want to happen to you. Christopher isn't stupid, nor is he any less of a man for doing this. He's simply doing what his brain and natural instincts are telling him to do, okay? To stick your ding-dong in some girl. He's just like the rest of us, okay? But the lesson is to be on the lookout for red flags, all right? Uh, oh, oh, yeah, also, you did mention that she would listen to your problems just like you listen to hers, Okay? Now, depending on the types of problems you guys discussed, it could be an indication of how she viewed you and how she felt towards you. But unfortunately, I'm unable to tell what types of issues were discussed, which is okay. Okay, you have the right to keep us a private. No pressure, Christopher. All right. But let's do a quick recap before we move on. All right. So based on the details provided, we conclude that this girl possibly used you as an emotional tampon, meaning 
that she would use you as a medium to vent out her frustrations and problems. Sometimes the case is a chick will have multiple guys to fill roles. You know, the emotional tampon, the mechanic who changes her car's oil, the mechanic who changes her oil, you know, in the bedroom, that is, the attention feeder constantly liking her social media posts and handing out compliments like there's no tomorrow, it's very likely that you have the honor and privilege of filling in the emotional tampon role. Who knows? Congratulations. But then you might ask, why does she listen to Christopher's problems then? Surely that must mean something. Well, let's discuss this thingy here that some of you may have heard of. It's called Briefaut's Law. It was created by Robert Briefaut, a French surgeon. Dr. Dale Hartley, a retired psychology professor, wrote an article in Psychology Today that explains this well. I'll have the link made available to you in the description box below. Okay, so Brafo's Law declares that women view relationships from a cost-benefit analysis, right? Brafo's Law has some key concepts. For example, just because a man has provided past benefits doesn't equate to a woman staying in a relationship with him. If a woman offers to continue a relationship in the future for exchange, uh, in exchange for something given to her today, her offer becomes void as soon as she, re she receives the benefit. Also, a man's guarantee of future benefit in a relationship with a woman is based on the finite possibility that his promise is valuable to her and the waiting time for the benefit is short. Okay? All relationships are transactional, okay? When a girl sees a guy, she will try to find a way to benefit off of him, okay? Now, while a girl might not think this consciously, this mental process occurs on a subconscious level, all right? When a woman sees a man, her mind will ask, what can he provide for me? You know, what can he provide to me? It's biological instinct. Women are wired to think that way. That's how they survived. Women that thought this way ended up reproducing more successfully, all right? And throughout time, certain thought processes and behavior patterns determined the reproducibility of women and men. And analyzing Christopher's story, we can find some examples of Berfaut's law playing out. Uh, like when Christopher mentioned that she disrespected him, that, that, he, uh, that, she that she disrespected him and treated him poorly despite all that he has done for her. Uh, you know, as Christopher described in his email, after all the things I did for her, and this is what I get. Staying up late with her, listening to her problems, all down the drain. All right. Briefaut's law states that past benefits are meaningless. Once the benefits have been acquired, nothing matters. Any agreement of a relationship in the future is now useless as the transaction has already been completed. Christopher was promised some sex but never got it as the benefit was already provided. Also, Christopher mentioned that he went on a date, right? He went on this date. Uh, he also added he also added that the date was horrible. During the date, it appeared that she didn't care about Christopher. According to him, she was on her phone the whole time. This means one of two things, okay? Either Christopher is extremely boring to her or she got attention issues. Regardless, it's surely not a good sign that the person you're dating is more interested in a cell phone than you, all right? So we can conclude at this point that in the perspective of Christopher's ex-girlfriend, a cell phone was more interesting than Christopher. She could have been deliberately ignoring him. It's definitely possible, right? She also uh, he also mentioned that she was non-binary. And from what I've gathered from the Google search I conducted on the good old internet, it means that her gender was neither masculine nor feminine. I, I don't understand that, but whatever. You know, like I, my, my take on that whole thing is that you do you, I do I. We'll leave it at that, okay? Uh, so, you know, I don't care about that, but I guess Christopher doesn't like that. All right. So something tells me, 
however, something does tell me that she was testing. She was testing Christopher's reaction to this. All right. Oh, oh yeah. And you remember? You guys remember that part where they went on the date to the town center and he was shit tested immediately afterwards? Seems like an example of Briefo's law to me, right? He provided the benefit, which in this case was the food, and now any promise of a future relationship is now void. Oh, oh. And speaking of the date, I'd like to put the spotlight on that for a little bit, okay? Christopher's girlfriend, or should I say now ex-girlfriend, told him that she misses him, all right? This was most likely an indirect call for meeting up. So it looks like Christopher's ex-girlfriend wanted to hang out with him. So after they grabbed their food, they were both heading back, right? At this point, his ex was venting about some freshmen in high school making gay jokes, right? She then added that she should buy Christopher a shirt that promotes the LGBT community. And from what I've gathered, Christopher is Christian, and his faith and interpretation of it doesn't exactly support the LGBT community. So he did clarify that he's not against them, but he doesn't support them. Christopher's ex knew that he most likely, <clears throat> excuse me, he, he most likely wouldn't agree to the sure idea as he suggested Bible verses to her earlier on in the relationship. So you see, what I, you see what I'm getting at here, right? Based off of all the information provided to me, this looks like a shit test, all right? Christopher's girlfriend is most likely aware of his beliefs and vented about the freshman making gay jokes to test Christopher's reaction. She then takes a step forward and suggests that she buy Christopher a t-shirt that supports a community Christopher most likely doesn't support. Christopher turned down her offer and said why, to which she reacted in a, uh, um, uh, a uh, not-so-pleasant manner, shall we say. She started to shout that God isn't real, and that there's no logic in him being real. Look, no, now, now either she is right or wrong on that matter, I don't know. Okay. In fact... I myself am trying to find answers regarding that subject, right? However, this topic is to be discussed for another time, okay? Uh, so, so it looks like Christopher's ex is very supportive of the LGBT community, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. However, however, I would like to suggest to Christopher's ex-girlfriend that instead of shouting her position on God, she asked Christopher why he feels that way, okay? Why don't you support them? Why? You know, that would be a better response, right? I recognize that she is human and that it's normal to have a strong emotional response to something you support. But at the same time, Christopher was her partner and she knew that he firmly believed in God, you know, because he, he gave her those Bible verses earlier on, which is the reason that she res uh, responded the way she did. I've seen it myself firsthand. Anything that I value will get attacked whenever I offend someone, right? In a relationship, sometimes one of the two partners can say something that will hurt the other person. And after that point, you just really can't deal with it anymore. You know, you, you can't. You can't you can't stay with somebody who has said something you can't tolerate, right? I believe, I believe that Christopher took the correct course of action by breaking it off. Some might say that Christopher should have stayed in the relationship and tried to fix things. I would <laughs> I would peacefully and civilly, you know, <coughs> cough, cough, Christopher's ex-girlfriend, cough, cough, disagree with that. As Christopher and his now ex-girlfriend have different views and are just not compatible with one another, right? Had he stayed in that relationship, he would have been subject more to, subjected to more unnecessary psychological stress, which would, in effect, uh, in effect harm his academic performance. So, he, look, here's the thing, okay? 
to all my teenage listeners out there, understand this. You really only got one shot at school. This is the time to get yourself to your dream job, okay? Even though a lot of the stuff you learn in school is useless, I, I know it's useless, right? We all know that. It's common knowledge, right? You got to do what you got to do, right? Since you're forced to do it, you might as well do your best, right? Enjoy your time and make the best out of it. You only got one shot at school, really. But you can always date for the rest of your life. Don't waste time doing something that doesn't help you in the long run, right? If you want to date, go for it if you deem it worth the investment. But don't let the relationship drag you down. That's the farthest I would say you want to go in terms of dating, especially in high school. You can do what Christopher did, invest in relationships, but break them off as soon as they start to negatively impact you. Okay, that's the farthest I would recommend taking it. I myself uh, plan to not engage in high school relationships. Look at it this way, okay? High school high school relationships are unreliable, right? People change like the wind. And as a guy, I am disadvantaged. Yes, I'm disadvantaged. Remember, women develop, they develop before men do. They have, they start puberty before men do. Uh, so we're disadvantaged because they're, they're approaching their peak in terms of attractiveness in high school while we're behind them, okay? We peak later on for a much longer duration, okay? We we peak on later we peak later on in life for a much longer duration. Okay, girls are, are starting to reach their peak now. They're almost there. And it's gonna be a fast but quick peak. Ours is long and slow. All right. You know, I, I see it like investing in a stock with you know, like with re- relationships. I see it like a stock, you know. With a stock you put money into it and you either lose or gain money. All right. So with relationships with relationships, you put in a lot of things. You put in time, emotional investment, and of course you put in money, right? Now, look at a high school relationship, sort of like a stock. Would you invest in a stock that has a 99% chance of collapsing in a relatively short amount of time? Knowing that high school relationships rarely have a happy ending, it's something I wouldn't bother with, okay? That's not to say that they're completely useless, as you have an opportunity to learn people skills and how to develop healthy relationship skills. But, you know, those could be developed other ways, okay? In short, high school relationships can benefit you in some way, shape, or form, but they tend to end quickly and are super unreliable. The only stock I'll be investing in is myself. That's the motto I'll always live by. Am I saying that I'll die a virgin who hasn't ever dated a single woman? No. It's possible, but that's not the plan, and I doubt that's going to happen. All right, I'll dip my toes in the world of dating later on in life when the time comes. You know, I'm in high school. The last thing I need is a girlfriend. Like, that's the last thing I need. I need to work on myself and spring past my peers to succeed and to be content with myself, okay? I have goals in life. I have dreams and aspirations I want to reach, and a girlfriend won't help me get there. All right, once I'm settled down, I'll maybe consider that if things aren't too crazy, that is. But for now, I'm good, all right? Besides, high school is just four years of my life, right? Who cares if you bang 10 girls every month? I mean, you might, but I doubt anybody else could bother. You know, once you land your dream job or get your dream car, your pilot's license, or whatever it may be that you've been dreaming of, you'll find that that's much more satisfying and enjoyable than any other high school relationship. Christopher, Christopher, please take the time you have now to build upon yourself and use it wisely. That means working out, you know, going to the gym, lifting, whatever it is. Uh, Meditation. I suggest mindfulness meditation when you wake up. Maybe sometimes in the middle of the day before doing your homework and before going to bed. That's what I suggest. It really helps me out. 
and I believe you should give it a shot. Uh, financial education, watch some YouTube channels if your high school offers electives on that. Uh, you know, learn from there or learn from a family member. I'm sure that's uh, something you would definitely want to learn. Uh, learning a new skill or hobby, whatever that may be for you. If that's uh, flight simulator stuff, that's my hobby. I like playing on flight simulators and that will help me eventually get my pilot's license later on. You know, you can do that. Uh, self, self-reflection to grow more as an individual. I do it all the time. I criticize my own actions. I say, hey, why did I do that? How can I avoid that mistake in the future? You know, why did I do that? You know, so self-reflection is really important. So uh, do that type of stuff and it will help you grow. Believe me, you'll blossom uh, like a sunflower in the summer. If, if, if that's, if that's a good analogy. Okay. Uh, you get the idea. Okay. I appreciate you sharing your story. All right. And I hope that your story, in addition to my analysis on it, will help and benefit our high school aged viewers and listeners out there. And that's a wrap for episode 11. But don't leave. Don't leave just yet. Don't leave. Stay, stay, stay. As I still have a little bit more to say, okay? Just a little bit more and you're free to go. So first of all, know that I'm open to you. I'm not, okay, now I'm not talking. I'm not talking to everybody, my listeners, my viewers. I'm talking to you all individually. You listening to this while you're driving your car. You watching this at home, in bed, whatever. I'm talking to you individually. You, the viewer, the listener. If you have any issues you want to discuss publicly like Christopher did or in private, don't hesitate to reach out to me, okay? Like I said, life is an interesting journey and there's nothing wrong with doing it together with someone else, okay? go. We, we, we go through this together, all right? That's, how, that's what makes life life, okay? We go through problems, we learn from them, and we improve. That's life, right? So if you ever have any issues, you want to talk about stuff, you're feeling down, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Uh, and you know, I really do enjoy connecting with new people and discussing different things. And I feel that everybody wins in the end. Okay. It helps everyone out. Right. So don't hesitate to reach out to me. And if you want to, you can find me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at all caps, make by Academy. The first and Academy is capitalized. Drop me a direct message and I'll get back to you. Additionally, you can keep up with me on Twitter and see what I'm doing when I'm not making videos and podcasts on there. You'll get a decent dose of memes and other junk to keep you entertained. Oh yeah. What's that? You don't have Twitter? Well, no Twitter, no problem. Drop me an email at makedoutacademy.media at gmail.com and I will get back to you. Also, if you like the content I'm making, consider subscribing to the Make Out Academy YouTube channel or if you're listening to this as a podcast on a podcast platform, consider subscribing to my show and leaving a five-star review if you think I'm worthy of it. And, uh, well, that's all I have to say for now. Thank you for your email, Christopher, and I hope I provided valuable insight to you and other young men who are high school-aged. Best of luck to you in the National Guard. Remember that I'm very, 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 very proud of you. Uh, and don't forget that it's a very dangerous world out there. So be sure to keep taking your daily doses of red pills and to stay safe. Everybody, this is Hightail Academy signing off.